Are you an overwhelmed entrepreneur with endless tasks, emails, and messages? Do you feel your systems are ineffective or you don't have any at all? I get it. You wish you could come up for air and take that well-deserved vacation you've been dreaming of, all without sacrificing the growth or health of your business. I'm hosting a webinar to introduce concepts that you can use to learn more about how to clockwork your business for operational efficiency. The best part? The webinar is at no cost to you. It will be held May 14th at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, and a recording will be available for those who can't attend live. If you are ready to make a change in your business so you can take a real vacation, go to bit.ly forward slash May 2024 CFF to enroll. That's bit.ly forward slash May 2024 CFF. I can't wait to see you there. Welcome to Biz Help For You with host Candy Messer. Entrepreneurs like to focus on the big picture, like profitability, success, and a smooth running organization. But there always seems to be those little things like taxes, employee compensation, laws, regulations, and more. Now you can get the answers you need in one place. Join us today as we break it all down for you. Now, here's your host, Candy Messer. Hello and welcome to Biz Help For You with Candy Messer. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the topic of our last episode, how to access IRA and 401k retirement accounts penalty and tax-free informative. If you are unable to join us and would like to listen to the show, links can be found on our YouTube and Facebook pages, as well as multiple favorite podcast platforms. And if you'd like to receive notifications on when our podcasts have been uploaded, please like and subscribe. Now let's learn a little bit about our guest today. When you think about why you got into your business, it was likely to help people. You saw a hole in the market and you set out to bridge the gap. But once you get into your business, you need to wear all of the hats, finance, sales, marketing, product research, ROI, and more. Before you know it, you're doing less of what you love and more of what you don't. You're overwhelmed and feeling chaotic about what you need to do and when. So let's turn that chaos into cash. Amanda strips away the chaos and overwhelm of the business pieces. She starts with your financial statements. Your accountant takes actions and turns them into numbers. Then she takes those numbers and turns them back into actions to build the path of where you are today and where you want to be. Business owners who want to increase their bottom line by 30 to 50,000 in 90 days can call Amanda. So Amanda, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for that great introduction. <laughs> uh, well, this is going to be an interesting topic. As I was saying, we don't usually talk about failures in business. And I know that's what we're going to be chatting about today. Um, but I'm going to be excited to hear how that got turned around into another successful business. But before I get into questions that I have for you, I'd love for you to tell us just a little bit more about yourself. And how did you get into helping entrepreneurs as you are now? Thank you. Thank you for that question. And it is something that took me a while to be comfortable saying out loud. So mm -hmm. I, I really do hope that people appreciate talking about the other side of business here. So it was a hot day in August 2018. Mm. I wrote, I wrote a passage on my Facebook page. It's still there. <laughs> and it says, 
In the review mirror of life, I will be able to look back on this time and see these experiences help me shape my heart's desire in grace and in perfect ways. So four months after I wrote that post, my life changed forever. Mm. It was through a series of decisions that I had made. I made them over six years. I had lost a bakery business. Mm. So this was a huge failure, all caps, <laughs> um, uh, financially, uh, a full on huge failure, uh, public failure. But the reason why I share it with people today is that I now get to sit in a brand new car, a hybrid mm. Ionic Hyundai to be exact is what I chose. And I got to, and I get to actually look at my reflection in the mirror each and every day. And I get to say that I'm okay, that, mm -hmm. you know, just giving myself grace and um, letting myself know that I made it to the other side. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think one of the reasons why I want to talk about this too, is that so many people are facing challenges or, you know, they have had challenges or even business failures and they feel they can't reach out for help because it's embarrassing. They don't want to talk about finances or that they made poor decisions. And so I think even having this conversation gives permission to people to say, Hey, I'm struggling and I need help and reaching out for that help. So I appreciate mm -hmm. that you're here to tell your story. So, so Thank I know you, you have some tips that you want to yeah. even give, you know, about this whole situation. So I'd love for you just to talk about, you know, what are the things you really want to share? Cause I don't necessarily mm -hmm. know the right questions to ask per se. Yeah, <laughs> you know, sure. So what is it you want to talk about <laughs> to help those in that challenging space? Well, just to dovetail on what you were talking about, creating that tribe of trusted people and advisors is one of the things that I have on that list of the, the tips that I want to make sure that people kind of go away with today. Mm -hmm. So when I look in that review mirror and reflect on that really hard year, I'm reminded of a business friend named Tim. So Tim, we had met at Goldman Sachs 10,000 Small Businesses mm. Program. Mm -hmm. um, this is a really great entrepreneurial program. He had a, a large HVAC company that he ran for 25 plus years. He actually, I just talked to him the other day and he is out. He's been two weeks out of his business. So um, he graciously led me through many conversations where I felt like I was just in a circle of just in a cycle, if you will, mm -hmm. of um, should I stay? Should I go? Should I, you know, buy a business partner out? I was in a, a business partner uh, relationship there. And it seemed like we were having the same conversation year after year. So mm -hmm. it was on that August day that I alluded to earlier that I was on the phone with him and I was sitting in a Seattle park and Tim said something that stopped me in my tracks. And it's, and he said to me this, why are you fighting so hard for this when you have so much more to do? Mm. Wow. <laughs> That's insight. Until that point, I had no idea I had something more to do. Mm -hmm. So really what he saw in me, he saw something more in me that I couldn't even see in myself. Mm -hmm. So that point around having someone that you can ride that roller coaster with, I know the entrepreneurial roller coaster analogy is overused, but it is so real. Mm -hmm. And when we're in that high, it's like we can do no wrong. It can be very <laughs> addicting. That's what is addicting about entrepreneurship. But in that low, you don't know where to turn. You got to mm -hmm. know who's in your corner and who can really see the message 
when you can't, because you can't see the message inside the bottle. That's what I tell mm -hmm. my clients. Now you can't see your message inside the bottle because you're in it every day. And so you don't really see what's, what's happening. So you need someone right. that you can fully open up to mm -hmm. and ask that question of why are you fighting so hard for this? Are mm -hmm. you able to do other things that you can enjoy? Are you living in chaos? This might sound like I'm trying to say, oh, exit your company. And that actually isn't what I'm meaning. Um, but is this the company that is right for you? Mm -hmm. You know, right. or are you kind of throwing spaghetti against the wall, trying to make something work that you need to wake up and say, this isn't working for me. Um, right. Is it a viable business? Can it run without you? Uh, if you've mm -hmm. got a business that can't run without you, you've got a hobby and a job. Right. Well, and you've said you found this person, obviously, through the 10 KSB program. I was in the mm -hmm. same program, too. It was a great program. Great. I was. We could talk about that later. <laughs> but if someone isn't in that, or maybe they don't have friends or family members who are entrepreneurs and they're not sure where to turn, like who would you recommend a business coach or going to like score the small business development center? Like what would you recommend mm -hmm. for them? Yeah, it depends on the life cycle of the business. So, uh, but one thing that I do caution is that you don't go to friends and family mm -hmm. or your life partner especially mm -hmm. if they're not in the business or if they're not entrepreneurs themselves, because what they will do and the the advice that you will get from them is based in fear and what mm -hmm. they feel is the best, safest route for you. They care about you. They love you. They don't want to see you struggling. They don't want to hear about the 20th time Susie called in sick. They right they want to you know cocoon you and make sure that you're okay and and mm -hmm. why don't you just go get a, a job right, that's true. <laughs> you know because that's supposedly the more the easy um, the, the easier <laughs> route or and or the more secure route which is mm -hmm. another a whole nother topic we can talk about whether or not jobs are secure or not right so um i would yeah so depending on the life cycle of the business i would be talking about uh, you know, looking at score score is a great mm -hmm. resource for free support from mm -hmm. people who have built businesses before I'm a score. I'm not a score mentor, but I speak at score on a regular basis here in Oregon. And they're just a really great organization there. Mm -hmm. uh, other, uh, you know, when I was in the bakery business, I was looking for 2.0 support. So business 2.0, I feel like there's a lot of support around startups and it can be somewhere in that free to very low cost range, but it was someone who could get sticky and messy with me in the numbers and get mm -hmm. behind uh the facade mm -hmm. because i put up a good i put on a good show mm -hmm. a lot of people <laughs> do because they don't want people to know that they're really struggling right mm -hmm. and fake it till you make it or i had lines out the outside the door i mean our bakery looked successful it was mm -hmm. i didn't get somebody who was nosy enough in my numbers and i went through uh, you know, the 10 KSB and all things, you know, those things, those support systems. But what I was missing was we've got this really great growth plan, but no way how to implement it. Mm -hmm. So it's the implementation piece, the actions, like, you know, I want to tweak my marketing by 25% or I need to put $10,000 towards marketing, but what's that really going to mean to my business? Mm -hmm. And Am I just throwing spaghetti against the wall by putting up, you know, giving $10,000 to 
Zuckerberg for another ad, right. you know? <laughs> right. So, you know, where are those connection points? Where's your audience and all of the strategy pieces? Who are you talking to? And is your messaging landing to them is really important when you're um, looking at, you know, stabilization and growth phase business. Right. So, um, yeah, I have lost track of where we so, were. Well, so. as I say, well, now, you know, that was the first tip we were talking about, you know, just having some people around you. So what about your second tip for someone who's facing these challenges? Yeah. So let's see. Um, the 80, 20 rule is where I'll go next. So, um, we've probably all heard of the 80, 20 rule mm -hmm. in that, you know, 20% of the time you can eat chocolate when we're dieting. <laughs> um, but what does that mean in business? So what it means in business is that 20% of what you do each day is generating 80% of your income mm -hmm. or 20% of your customers are generating 80% of your income. So depending on what kind of um, business you're in. So it doesn't matter if you are in a brick and mortar and e-commerce business b2b b2c the 20% remains the same if this is mm -hmm. a through thread uh doesn't matter about the industry but there are five pieces of the business that you need to focus on that make up that 20% and they're lead or your um I'm sorry your foundations leads conversions transactions and profits let me go through mm -hmm. each one real quick so foundations that's your policies and your procedures your business model and how you're unique, your mm. unique selling proposition. It can also be your market dominating position or brand promise. Those terms are all the same, even mm -hmm. though marketers don't want you to know that. Um, <laughs> it's just, it doesn't have to be a full sentence. It can be a fragment, but how are you different? You just, you, and who do you serve? Mm -hmm. That's your foundation. And then leads, that's the fuel of any business. So how are people getting to know you? How are you building the relationship? From the conversion side, this is where we get into vertical growth rather than this wide casting the net wide. Mm -hmm. How are we getting the right people to convert and and um and rather than chasing the latest social media trend or the newest, I don't know, TikTok, mm -hmm. Snapchat, whatever they are. Okay. Transactions. How many times are people buying from you? Mm -hmm. I tell people, you know, your customers are on, or if you're, if you're a service-based business, your clients are with you for a, a couple rounds on the Ferris wheel, and then they pop off. Why do they, why do they pop off? How do you scoop them back up? Um, how many times do people buy from you? What else serves them? Are there ways mm -hmm. to partner with organizations or other businesses that fully support them on both sides of your business? Um, once someone buys from you once, they're more likely to buy from you again. Mm -hmm. And the last one is profits. And this is where I failed, which was the pricing strategies and ensuring that your overhead is being considered into that pricing strategy, your costs and looking at ways of bundling opportunities so that you can build something that is sustainable for you. Mm -hmm. Well, and I actually see, and I try to educate people too, that profit and cash flow are two different things too. I actually created a guide to financial lingo and I explained the difference because a lot of people don't understand that difference. And that's where sometimes they can get themselves into trouble as well, you know? <laughs> and again, we don't have time to talk about that on this episode either, because um, I want to make sure we talk about your specific topic. So I know you had a third tip 
that you wanted to share. So I do want to have time for that too. Yeah. And I think, I mean, what you said is so important in that. And I wonder how many people it really caused pause to. Mm-hmm. So, you know, email us or I'm sure you've got mm-hmm. our contact information, but um, cash or profit on your income statement doesn't equate cash flow mm-hmm. and cash coming to you. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, how does that work? You know, and that was a, question that I had for a very long time. I was like, well, this looks really great. It's, it's right. right. Why isn't that money coming to me (laughs) at Mm -hmm. the end of the year, December 31st? Why can't I empty the bank account and have it put into mine? Exactly. (laughs) Well, if anyone uh, needs that, I definitely, they could email us and I'll send them the link to to download it. It's a free download. So, um, so they can understand that, but I do want to make sure that that we get your third tip too. So what would that be for someone again, facing challenges or like, I don't know what to do. (laughs) Like, what would you recommend? Yeah. So with, um, I think that the other, the last thing, and usually this is kind of my first point that I kind of get people excited about is without you, there is no business. Mm -hmm. And it's just a fundamental mindset thing Mm -hmm. that I think that is really important to say out loud to people, especially when we're talking about failures. And, you know, we don't, you don't have to have a a catastrophic failure like I did, where you you fell on your face flat, Mm -hmm. you know, face first down on the concrete and lost all of your money. Um, You could have many failures. There were many failures throughout that whole entire six years that I had to recover from. And uh, one of the things that that I share as well is that I was, I was actually very sick during mm. the time at the bakery and stress had, um, manifested itself as cancer in me oh, that I wow. didn't find out about until after I left the bakery, but I was having symptoms back then. And by sharing that, I just really want to stress that taking time for rest with rest comes creativity mm-hmm. and it could be life-saving mm-hmm. for me. If it hadn't been for the pandemic where everything shut down enough for me to listen and see how bad I'd actually gotten, I, I don't know where I would be. So mm-hmm. that's a good uh, point because even in your bio, right. I, I read how we wear all these different hats, right. You know, mm-hmm. especially if you're a sole proprietor, but even someone like me, I mean, I have 10 employees right now too, and I still am in charge of the company. I'm trying to make myself uh, be unnecessary, right. So that the company mm-hmm. can run without me. So I'm implementing things over time to have that happen. But yet at the same time, technically I'm the HR person, you know, I do the hiring and the firing and I, make sure all the invoices are accurate before they go out. Someone helps create them, but I proof them, you know, or proposals, like double check everything before they go out. Right. So, you know, there's all these things that we have to wear. So we're going to say, oh, well, we have so much to do. We can't really take time off per se. Right. We tell ourselves all these things, right. Mm -hmm. Like you said, the company can't run without us. Right. Which is Mm -hmm. really not true, but in the long run, a lot of times it's just hard, especially if you're starting up or you're the only person, there are so many things that have to be done. So you kind of do the client work, or take the calls and do the emails during work hours per se. Mm -hmm. And then before, after you're doing all these other things. So for Mm -hmm. someone who's listening to you and saying, okay, well, I understand what you're saying. Yes, I'm tired. I just thought it's because I'm working too many hours. You know, how would you help them 
really look at what they have to do and fix the problem of just working all the time? I think I would monetize it. So first I would monetize it. And I actually did this in my own bakery business. It was shortly after I had opened the retail store that I went away for a break for four days to the mm -hmm. East coast to see my sister. And not only did I get endless calls from staff, I could trace $17,000 in lost revenue because I was mm -hmm. gone. Mm -hmm. And that was a big red flag. So when you're in it and you can't leave, that is a problem. Mm -hmm. uh, it's you are, you have a job, right? You don't own a business. So first understanding that you need to put on a CEO hat. You need to get mm -hmm. out of the mentality that you're the only one, the doer and the, the one that is needed in order to get this stuff done. Um, that's a huge barrier for folks. So mm -hmm. I always say, start small. Like what's one thing that you can get off of your plate that can, or what is a system that you can put into place? That's like a crisis management, <laughs> you know, right. internally what happens. So, okay. So this person is gone. I'm gone. Who, how does, uh, how do things escalate within mm -hmm. the organization and who can step in and make some decisions while you're away? Mm -hmm. For the most part, when we do baby steps, like one day away or two days away, we can test kind of how those folks function and mm -hmm. what they need in order to have the autonomy or have the, um, empower them to take on what they might need. A mm -hmm. lot of times we just don't even know until we test it a little bit and then let right. people fail, let mm -hmm. it, fa you know, when $17,000 it was a lesson I had to learn in order to make it to the next level, to level up and say, I had to see that on paper. I couldn't mm -hmm. see it until I actually did the math. And then I saw how detrimental that was to my business and that that both can't exist in the same plane. Me working mm -hmm. three shifts and sleeping four to six hours a night and living. Mm -hmm. being right. alive, right. <laughs> being a person. Um, mm -hmm. and then I also like to share that, uh, you know, going back to the point of taking time off and this creativity that comes from that it's, we get to see our business in a different light when we step away. And right. I always say that innovation happens in the in-between. So if you're paying attention to what you're doing and you're paying attention to what people are saying and the future, you've got your, your eye on the North star, when you go away and let it all go, something comes from mm -hmm. the universe, from, you know, wherever chocolate chip cookies, I don't know, you know, <laughs> right? it comes, it comes to you mm -hmm. and something will be solved. And it's just, I mean, I can't tell you how amazing it is to have mm -hmm. life-changing um, things come to you after you've taken time away. So, right. Well, and one of the reasons we start businesses, right, is because we do want to have freedom. We don't want to have to be set to a certain schedule, but yet most of the time we end up working more and doing other things. But that's where like, I've been implementing things too. Like I said, I want myself to be unnecessary. I've told that to yep. my staff and we're working on it. And so I do have a person who has taken over quite a few of my own things. And over time, they're becoming more comfortable, right? Like the invoicing, I'm still double checking, but I had her start creating them or proposals. I'm double checking, but I've had her start creating, you know, little by little, we're giving like those steps. And when I'm fixing something or correcting something, I explain why, you know, so I'm helping 
her understand the process because again i'm you know not that i'm old but i'm getting older too and i don't want to have to work all the time i have two young grandchildren i want to spend time with and i have aging parents and a, a mother-in-law who are going to probably need attention at some point where i don't want to be where i'm feeling i can't do my job because i'm doing this but feeling i can't do this because i'm doing that that's where i'm like i need to get this ready so that when the time comes it's not a problem right mm -hmm. <laughs> you know yeah, exactly so, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So and, mm -hmm. go, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, obviously there's like other things you've talked about, like you had all of these um, different mistakes maybe that you had made over time, but, and they kind of built up on each other. Like, how would you help somebody realize, I mean, obviously some people are going to know like, yes, I'm in challenges right now and it's difficult. I don't have cash, you know, to pay my payroll or, you know, there's some things that are obvious, but sometimes mm -hmm. it's not as obvious that there are some challenges that could lead to that failure. So like, what would you say to somebody to help them like really analyze what's going on in their business and see if there are some problems where they are and how they could start to correct them before the big failures come? Mm -hmm. That's a really great question. And what I would say is looking at the small things. You don't need to make a sweeping change in your business. Mm -hmm. You likely have one that is running already. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast and you have something that's of value you've got mm -hmm. customers clients you're it's working it's those small shifts within each of the systems that are put mm -hmm. into place where profitability can come in at a at a deeper um a deeper level mm -hmm. and where the chaos and the cash come into play is that a lot of cash is lost in the chaos because mm -hmm. you don't know what to focus on. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's that 20% that I led with before that those five different areas of business is the framework that I work mm -hmm. from. And then we put ROI behind each of these strategies. The strategies are not mind boggling. Mm -hmm. This is not rocket science. It, they're time tested and proven and really low cost it's just that they get they fall through the cracks i have a brand mm -hmm. new client that just started he's on uh let's see week three and he's like i don't know why i never thought of this before <laughs> mm -hmm. exactly i mean it's something that is uh, and this was a reactivation campaign for the the people that have fallen off um or ways that client customers can be sold another product in a very authentic way we're mm -hmm. helping them build what they need um right. this is a, a manufacturing facility and he's like oh my gosh just mind-boggling like i never thought i could do that um so it's it's not a huge shift mm -hmm. look inside how can you tighten up your sales process how can you tighten up your uh reactivation campaign how can you leverage your lead generation strategies in a better way how are people mm -hmm. coming into into in, into your organization now what is your biggest bang for your buck are you getting the return on social media i know i'm picking on social media right now but it's something that is really easy for people to grasp and it's mm -hmm. also really um challenging to get mm -hmm. what you want out of it so right. what is your highest return on those lead generation activities and there is there's 20 plus ways of generating leads 
and zeroing it down and narrowing it down into one or two very powerful things that you mm -hmm. focus on relentlessly for like a year and then let's talk you know exactly i um, heard a tedx talk too it's right along what you were talking about and i forget who it was that presented but he was talking about one percent change could make a huge impact and people think it has to be this big change but just implement something strive for a one percent you know improvement and then later on another one percent improvement or something but you don't have to worry about these humongous you know changes just start small and i love that you were talking about that too because it's so true so consistency mm -hmm. and um small shifts are what will make the difference and it would go daddy i got that from GoDaddy's ceo he was at the goldman sachs summit mm -hmm. um, i was at past. that summit you were there <laughs> yes, i was there too was there. so yeah great um, information for so, sure yeah and it was about i mean what he the story he told was of the british cycling team mm -hmm. and how they were the worst cycling team in the world and that their coach had decided to just make one performance shift each game or whatever whatever mm -hmm. cycling thing right. analogy is i don't really know it but you know shaving the hair on the guy's legs or um adjusting the seat by 0.3% or whatever it is. And then before you know it, just a year or so later, they are competing at the highest levels. So mm -hmm. the 1% shift across many different areas can be a game changer for your business. For sure. Right. Yeah. Well, I know we're running short on time. So I want to ask if you have an offer that you have for our listeners. Yes. So um, I have one um, link and I'll send you the link to put in the show notes. I have my profitable workbook. This is compiled of information that had I had it, the bakery story would likely have had a different ending. Mm. So I've stripped away any of the chaos to focus in on those five areas for successful business. And then I organize them in a way that provides you with eight simple strategies that you can begin to implement right away with no additional costs in marketing or advertising. So it explains how exponential growth works and how those tiny shifts that we talked like one to 3% shifts in different areas can really increase the profits and the cash into your own hand, which is mm -hmm. so important because that's what we are trying to build here, right? Is wealth and freedom. Exactly. So protect your investment. <laughs> yes. So how would they find you? How would they get that? You know, share your website. Maybe I know we talked to social media before, but if they yeah. can reach you on LinkedIn or however you want them to find you. Yes. So you can search for me on LinkedIn. And then in the show notes, I'd like to give you a link that mm -hmm. is chaos to calm.xyz backslash um biz for help or biz help for you. Is what it okay will be. that's the name of my show <laughs> perfect yes, exactly yes <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and everyone will be accredited to the show so that nice. we know exactly who and where they came from perfect um yeah so that will be for you and you can search for me on facebook and instagram mm -hmm. and linkedin yes perfect all right so well thank you amanda for being a guest on my show and i want to thank the listeners for tuning in today as well i hope you found this topic interesting and it answered some questions about the three lessons from the ashes of my business failure. If you have any additional questions or comments, be sure to read out, reach out to Amanda, or you can send us a message at media at abandp.com. I hope you can join us for our next episode, planning for work-life balance. 
And please remember, you can connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And my website is abandp.com. You could find the podcast posted on multiple favorite podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And would you please share our show with those you know and leave a review on your favorite platform? I'd really appreciate your support. And if you do want that guide to financial lingo that I mentioned earlier too, you can reach out to us. We'll send you the link for that free download. And until next time, I hope you have a great day. Thank you for listening to Biz Help For You. Please join your host, Candy Messer, again next time. Have a terrific day.